Oh, oh, and that will be me notifying us that we are indeed live now. I do believe that we are currently live. I don't know what accent that is. That's terrible. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. <laughs> I've been trying to work on my accents. Yeah. Um, to what purpose? I don't know. Probably just to annoy my nephew because that's fun for me. Oh, yeah. That's how you know you're an uncle when like you get joy out of annoying <laughs> kids. Um, okay. So this is, yep. Neurohedro, Neurohendo says, yes, this is a Chernobyl reference. Nice. Um, before we get into uh, recording for this podcast, I mean, the levels are untouched. So, if you guys say our voices are fine, our voices are fine, right? The sock monkey, thank you for your donation. Doesn't have any questions, but thank you. Barra swap the world. Yeah, it'd be great if we live in Australia. Speaking of Australia, RCR Australia will be 2021 in May. So May 2021 will be RCR Australia. Nice. I don't know where we'll be going or what cars we'll be doing. But if anybody is in Australia, I mean, presumably it's going to be the West Coast. It's going to be uh, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, that sort of stuff. Um, so if you're on the West Coast, uh, wait, well, why am I saying West Coast? Because I'm thinking it's far, far west of here. Yeah. I'm sorry. East Coast of Australia. I'm so sorry. If you're on the East Coast of Australia uh, and you have something in... Uh, March of 2021, kindly send an email to regularcarreviews at gmail.com. Um, anyway. I'm just posting out the link for this video right now, okay. which is part of the opening sort of preamble. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. I have, we have a few things to talk about once we uh, uh, hold for sound and press record on the, on the uh, Zoom recorder down there. And I have another YouTube channel. I want the plug that I've been uh, binging lately. And it fits in with the theme of this podcast. Not great, not terrible <laughs> of, uh, of stuff about uh, glorious Soviet Russia. So mm -hmm. uh, we ready for hold for sound? We are indeed ready. You know what? I think I have a little fan on over by my computer that I need to turn off. Yeah, I got one of those USB fans. Oh, they're so nice. Put it right on my desk. What, 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 what? Blows right on me. There we go. Okay. Ready to hold for sound? Oh, wait. Hey guys, welcome to RCR podcast number 63. Uh, not great, not terrible. Yes, it's a Chernobyl reference. Although I am one of those who is not yet uh, the, uh, enlightened by the glory of this HBO series, apparently. So you're Nick. Oh, I'm Nick. <laughs> I'm. Brian, there we mm -hmm. go. See, mm. this is what alcohol abuse. Yeah, see, this mm. is what happens when I go two full weeks without alcohol. Mm. Alcohol abuse. Yeah, drinking it from a Lane Motor Museum. 
jacuzzi. Oh, okay. So uh, we're slowly going to be working our way through uh, our stuff we shot at the Lane Motor Museum. You just saw the the Peugeot Peugeot hmm. uh, 205 GTI review. There's going to be, uh, let's see, two more cars, mm -hmm. but it's not going to be, sorry for picking my nose, but it's not going to be every single week. You know, we split it yeah, up just splitting. so you don't have the same backgrounds each time. I'm glad people really like the Grand Theft Auto reference yeah. <laughs> that was going on in the beginning. Uh, is combination of Grand Theft Auto 5 and Grand Theft Auto 3 San Andreas. Yeah. Um, Grand Theft Auto 3 was kind of the wooden walk and uh shout out to tony airlines for guest starring and also doing guest voices of the well i'm gonna blog about this. yeah that cracked me up i didn't know that was coming because <laughs> i it's the whole thing is happening and um brian siskind uh of the art fight podcast yeah, thank was, you, brian. Uh, those drones on instagram uh that's his handle mm -hmm. um but yeah he got the shots and showed us some of how it would look but it came out like actually better than how it initially looked. Yeah. And it already looked awesome. Yeah. So it was just a blast uh, getting to sort of be in a little video game world that was mm -hmm. mimicking um, GTA. Mm -hmm. And it's just great. I love doing like weird cold opens like that. Yeah. We got to do more stuff like that. Yeah. Just more random whatever. It was nice that we had a, a controlled environment. Yes. Where we could experiment a few times. We didn't have to watch our backs. Uh, two, we had some extra help and we had uh, extra cameras. Yeah. So many hands make make for a light load. So trying to burp. Oh. Uh, not there. Uh, there's more coming, I guarantee you. It's just not going to yeah. happen when I need it to. Never does. So after watching clips, because uh, I don't have HBO, but I YouTube clipped my way through pretty much the entire uh, HBO uh, miniseries on Chernobyl. I started looking at other videos. And one video that came up was what they got right and what they got wrong from a guy who was in Kiev Ooh. during that. <laughs> His name's Sergey. His YouTube channel is called Ushanka Show. Hmm. And most of what it is is him just telling stories about growing up in the Soviet Union. Um, he lived in Kiev. And th but most of the stories are stories about childhood. And the thing is, he reiterates, I had a very happy childhood. Yeah. There was there were things looking back that were very strange. But all in all, it was fine. And it's all the it's you know, it's always the little differences. He had three full videos and each one of them was here's stuff you can buy for one kopeck, huh. which is like 10 cents. Yeah. Um, you could buy one one safety pin. You could you could buy a book of matches and you'd think that that would be boring, but that video went on for 16 minutes of him just listing things <laughs> that you could buy for one Kopeck. And I, I'm like, why am I hooked on this? And then I listened to what I listened to what you can buy for two Kopecks and like five Kopecks. And one of them was him explaining that they had this weird type of Soviet soda machine but it's not like what you'd expect it 
it was uh, it depend dispensed two different things. For one Copec, you would get a glass of carbonated water. Yeah. But the thing is, it doesn't dispense a cup or a can. You put the coin in the one Copec coin, and there's a uh glass tumbler there mm. it'll dispense into that and you take it you drink it right there and then you put it back in this vending machine that has no real advertisements on it it's like this blue refrigerator box thing that's strange yeah and then but everybody's drinking out of the same glass <laughs> it just sits Ooh. there it, it there's like a there's like a, a you know how some of those um you go to some bars and you're, you're sampling beer and they have that upside down wash the glass yeah thing. yeah yeah they Those had a version awesome. of that that huh. yeah it would there'd be water on it but it's 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 everybody in town and i think his joke was uh you'd you pay one copeck and get to kiss everybody in town with this thing. Yeah. But you'd, and I think for two copecks, you would get it with like lemonade flavoring. It would like either put some powder in the glass with you. Yeesh. It was like that was that was just our thing. Um, Super weird. And uh, but I'm uh, this this whole thing is a big plug for go and like go watch the Ushanka show. Seriously, everybody. Ushanka show on YouTube. That's a rabbit hole and it's all entertaining. And I like it so much. I sent Sergey an email. He lives in Michigan. And I said, I want to collaborate with you in some fashion <laughs> because he had a few, few videos about cars and like how he had to wait for like five years to be able to buy a car hmm. and how there were the Lottas and Tatas. And we have a little bit of experience about Warsaw pack cars. But I've never driven a Russian Russian car. Yeah. And they have one available at the Lane Motor Museum. Hmm. So maybe sometime in the future, it, it could be a Patreon thing. Like maybe I'd like to be able to maybe, cost permitting, fly Sergey to Tennessee. Because we're going back to the Lane Museum Motor yeah, Museum again. We're right gonna there. do stuff. Yeah. Call up Rex and say, hey, let's let's go in the Soviet section and see what cars of these we will can run and go out on the street most of them are czechoslovakian at the lane motor museum but there is one russian one there one ussr one and i forget which one it is it's a boxy looking thing um if i go on the website i'd see it immediately it's blue it kind of looks like a lot of but it's something else yeah anyway it's uh, the yushanka show kind of sounds like that one uh Rick and Morty interdimensional cable two program uh, steely of like this costs three rapples mm -hmm. and each indication of rapple is yeah. like a different like visual signification mm -hmm. of it. But um, yeah, that sounds like an interesting show. Both most, of them. Most of it is him is like a uh, sort of like a slideshow like we do our diaries. Mm. So you can just listen to him as podcasts. Yeah, and to make it like more cheeky breaky i've been replaying the original stalker video game <laughs> with the sound off because i know the game i know where everything is but it's a it's a while since i've gone back into the zone yeah so it's just it's it's wild like i'm playing stalker while this kindly guy from kiev is just telling me stories yeah as as i as i work through 
the the zone of alienation on my computer. Yeah. Oh, and on that subject, I have an RCR diary coming out next week about, and this is all, it's all stuff that really happened, even though the narrative is kind of, it falls too neatly into the point that I'm trying to make, mm -hmm. you know, because it's about uh, the meaning of driving to the young versus what it means to the elderly. Yeah. And just, it's all over the course of seven days earlier this month. And literally almost everything that happened in that day was like towards this larger point yeah about you know how people view driving so it's yeah like i listened to that story about the woman like losing her car yeah or, like misplacing her car yeah and i know the area you're talking about and it's nowhere it's on a different block right yeah yeah, yeah. it's a completely different block yeah. so yeah that was strange um but yeah and also i i it's weird because this week and I want to get to sort of like your Radwood experience in a minute. But, oh, yeah. Um, what was strange for me this week was singing at my a high school English teacher's wedding mm. because um, it was, uh, well, for one, it was a nice excuse to hang out with uh, my friend Kat, who's really cool. And um, it was also an excuse to get dressed up because I freaking love wearing suits, you know? Mm -hmm. Um it was like the one time in like ages where I actually felt like super hot and shit. Well, not like hot, but you know, like yeah. sometimes you're like really feeling yourself and it's good, but I am desirable. Yes. 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 <laughs> oh yeah. But I, I am a modern, modern major general. <laughs> oh, the HMS pinafore. Mm -hmm. Um, but what ends up happening is, um, Okay, so like this is the teacher who is like the whole reason that I'm even here right now because she inspired me to write when I didn't really believe in myself. So I was like 13 years old. I'm writing. I think everything I do sucks. And she's like, no, keep doing it. You're good. And so I keep doing it. And then through all this, like there I am. And so um, she has this door that you can sign. Like it's just a, a door. That's just the door to her classroom. No, it's just like a black painted door. That's just, it's not connected to anything. It's just slumped over on the side oh. and people go over there and sign it with well wishes and everything. And it's really nice because I'm over here. Like I'm kind of terrified. I'm looking for excuses kind of not to sing uh, just mm -hmm. because like I've sung in front of people before, but normally it's like, like 15 people yeah. maybe. And there are kind of more people there than I'm used to. And then I sort of start talking to people about cars there because people ask like, what do you do? And I'm like being vague. I'm just like, oh, I write about cars. And I'm like, oh, you know, there's a big block Chevys are yeah, out there. Right. Yeah, hey. 427. Yeah, oh, it's like, hey, oh, oh, you man. know, I had a Bel Air. Yeah, I got. That was Eisenhower. Yeah, <laughs> it was literally, you know, I had. Yeah. Yeah, it's that type of thing. And but then, they're easy conversations to have. Yeah. Because people will willingly dive into them. Yes. Yeah. And, and they want to hear that young people still give it a sh like a damn about cars. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could have swore there, but still, right. it's not the point. Um, it's that thing of wanting to um, connect at people across generations, because yeah. uh, what do we have in common otherwise, other than all right. being humans? And even then, who knows? But overall, the, Lizard people. <laughs> overall, the whole thing went well and I can't really complain, but, um, it's, it was certainly like a learning experience as far as, um, performing, because I don't really consider myself like a performer, even though I do an open mic every week. Mm -hmm. And it's just something where, um, for once I kind of felt like I wasn't me in, uh, 
in both a bad and a good way in that mm. like i like being me it's just i felt like a different person because people see that you're there to sing and they sort of expect you know he's here to entertain us right and so it ends up feeling different whereas if you go to an open mic like yes you're there to entertain them but they're not really expecting you to be good because it's an gotcha. open mic but they think like if he's here for the wedding then he must be good blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. and there's more pressure and ah. so like i thought that was all right it's it's just uh it is what it is and that's fun hmm. um and also uh real quick e3 2019 um i am uh have you seen any of the trailers for uh final fantasy 7 remake yes all right well okay it looks like a brawler now it's a mixture of like the different combat styles that they've been employing over the past few final fantasies where like yes there's a hack and slash element but there's also like the bar that fills up and then you can have a more detailed list of attacks and I different see. um options so that it's more strategic and you can switch between like the different characters and everything is but, it like grand theft auto 5 like if you if you're playing as cloud but you want to switch to barrett cloud will then be controlled by the cpu uh i i forget if yeah yeah it would be like that essentially you just switch over and what's great is um that for the most part it feels like it's supposed to feel but with more sort of added to it you know it's sort of like beefed up in the i don't know as long as they capture the spirit of it mm -hmm. but also like the entire first game is just midgar like that's yeah, all yeah. of it yeah and i thought like it would be midgar through to like when you get to junon and that would be the end of like part one mm -hmm. but apparently like this is going to be two blu-ray discs one's a data disc and one's the actual game because this thing is going to be huge and uh that's just insane to me but i'm really looking forward to it and seeing how they expand the story to make everything fit in midgar because the idea is like you're really only going to have access to like four characters when you're playing there you're gonna have cloud tifa barrett and Aerith, unless they make like biggs wedge and jesse playable which i don't think they're going to but mm. eh, it is what it is i'm looking forward to final fantasy 7 remake i'm, mm -hmm. I'm like losing i'm hyperventilating this has been a good month for losing my mind because between that and the Ford V Ferrari trailer, uh, like that is going to rule. And then uh, the John DeLorean movie with Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Like, like that looks good too. It, con it confused me. The trailer confused me to that movie because they're, they're talking about Alec Baldwin playing DeLorean in the trailer. Like they're not even making an attempt to say that this is, I guess maybe it has a little bit to do with uh, Christian Bale just raising the bar on becoming someone. Yeah. That the trailer for framing John DeLorean or something like that. Yeah. Is that the I title? think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. It was more like a featurette than it was a trailer hmm i mean i think he's kind of christian bale i mean has oh and they're right uh red 13 is someone i forgot as a playable character but it's uh christian bale has sort of raised the bar like he screwed it up for everybody else yeah of like because if you're going to make that level of commitment to play dick cheney yeah and then you're gonna lose all that weight 
to for Ford v Ferrari, yeah. you know, like immediately after you're done filming. It's kind of madness to me that, you know, they're doing superficial things to make Alec Baldwin seem like John DeLorean when really he's basically playing Alec Baldwin. Yeah. You know, it's 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 George Clooney syndrome where, yeah. you know, every movie that George Clooney's in, even when he's like really good, he's still just George Clooney. Yeah. Like Danny Ocean is just an extension <laughs> of yeah. George Clooney uh no country for old men i mean he's he's like he he's he's funny george or funnier george clooney no country for old men you mean uh oh brother where art thou oh yeah fuck. yeah sorry no sorry yeah. it, it's like well it's coen brothers so yeah. you know um but that's yeah he's just being yeah. a funny uh, up in the air is george clooney on yeah. an airplane yeah he doesn't even like, i mean i'm in yeah, yeah I'm in. I'm in. no it's great because if you know what's in your wheelhouse yeah and you stay in that wheelhouse and you have, you've got nothing to worry about i mean not everybody has to um completely embody a, an impression of who they're playing like right. john bernthal is not even trying to do a lee iacocca not at all for ford v ferrari he's just playing john bernthal and that's fine yeah. i like john bernthal but still if he would try he would try to affect an eastern an Eastern US accent. Yeah. Because when you hear, when you hear, gosh darn, when I hear old footage of Iacocca talking, it's like, that's my grandpa. <laughs> like that is the thick Allentonian mashed potatoes in your cheeks. I'm happy to see that you're here, but I'm not going to give a hundred percent into enunciating or <laughs> or moving my jaw too much. There's a bit of mumble talk yeah. going into that. He's got that Lehigh Valley thing going on. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Non-committal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, how was um, Radwood? Radwood, uh, I got delightfully sunburned, like my entire, because I've, I've remembered to put sunblock everywhere but my legs, mm. and then I got baked on my legs. I drove my dad's 1990 Cressida, to south jersey which is where this was we weren't too far from cape may which is where the new jersey motorsports park was it was neat to having a lemons race going on at the same time as the show so if at any point you were bored you could walk over to the fence and watch these hoopties race around on the track they had one like 70s dodge monaco painted up like the blues mobile like it was oh, the wow. correct car um playing it painted up it was huge because 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 everybody's in uh, these lemons races i mean you run miatas you run miatas you run e30s although e30s are getting expensive now so now people are running e46 e46 bmws in this mm. there was team speedy cop they were there running a classic volkswagen beetle but it had the engine from a honda odyssey minivan in the back <laughs> that was what and when with like diesel stacks coming up even though it was a gasoline engine so that was fun to see there i think was one hyundai elantra there was a couple f-body camaros but all of them are painted like crazy mm. um you know how when you go to a car show and you see the big hearse shifter inside the car yeah. sticking up well this person continued that theme and had a big fake hearse shifter and i'm talking eight feet tall yeah on the roof going around so you see normal normal hoopty race cars is going by and one with this big gear shifter mounted on the roof that means it's made out of cardboard or like maybe uh plywood up there yeah and it said worst on it w-u-r-s-t ah 
but then also there was a big poster on the side or somewhere in the car there was a painting or poster of patty hurst so there's a bit of a dad pun going on next yeah. to it but i think they doubled it up by having the shifter say worst on it huh. if they just had the if they just had the the gear shifter and then a picture of patty hurst there you go yeah or was it farrah fawcett because patty hurst was the sibylline's liberation army right uh yeah something along those lines and then didn't she get like abducted or something Some patty hurst yeah. i don't know people I, in the comments will correct yeah, I'm, I'm sure yeah. it's one of those things um, um let's see got the video out and i'm sorry i did not uh there was someone who really wanted to say hi to me and she had she's a friend of tony airlines and she she brought an auto zam to the show and i can't remember if i met her or not but anyway tony told me that she wanted to say hi but was starstruck and scared hmm. which is very flattering to me yeah but at the same time please just say hi to me you don't have to you don't have to like hover in the background when i'm at a show yeah. please just come up and talk to me i'm i know how it feels yeah we're immensely and literally at a car show there's three things on my mind do i have enough water because they're always out in the summertime mm. do i have enough water where's the porta potty is there any coffee here because <laughs> it's like a combination of all that melatonin you're absorbing somehow it just puts me to sleep yeah and maybe this is me aging but I've been having these dips normally around 2 p.m. every single day yeah. where I'm like, well, I kind of want to nap. Yeah. And I got to resist mm. it because it's going to like completely screw up my sleep schedule. Mm. But eh, yeah, it's hard. You know, I had one today. I thought about going to the gym before this to like offset the two beers I'm going to have um, during this podcast. But I just put Mr. Chill Zone in my bedroom, which is what I named my window air conditioning unit. Mm. And then I just sort of laid in an air conditioning room. I took one of my bed, my pillows from my bed and just lay and laid on the floor and just looked at my phone for like a 45 minutes. Yeah. Just eh. it's it happens, yeah. you know, and part of it is like, I, I think, or at least speaking for myself, I know that anxiety goes a lot into it in that um i don't know the phone is how i kind of decompress like yeah. i have very bad health anxiety and assume that everything's wrong so i go to like i and i've spoken about this before about how i went to the doctor for the throat problems turns out it was allergies i thought you know oh it, i catastrophize everything it's immediately worst case scenario because why does my throat hurt why is it not gone away Blah. um and then like th this mole on my nose i'm getting it like or hopefully getting it removed in like mid July. Mm, cool. um, but they're going to check it out first, you know, see if it's something that, you know, isn't just going to leave um, scarring or, well, I mean, it's going to leave a scar, but hopefully it's not as big as the mole is. Um, but I would convince myself like, oh, nuts. I have like a melanoma on my face. Why has this never occurred to me? Because I dated it back. I went and looked through old pictures to see when I first, because I remember always having it. But it turns out like I had it started having it in um 2004 huh so that's like weird and random like the, i didn't have it before and now i have this mole um and i you know from what i understand because i went to the urgent care and said am i dying and they're like no 
Um, so it was uh, them sort of saying, well, moles happen. Like they happen on the body. They grow sometimes and blah, 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 blah. Sometimes they turn into things. Sometimes they don't. It's just, it is what it is, you know? And you got to stop worrying about everything because all you're doing is freaking yourself out over things that like very likely aren't anything at all. Mm -hmm. And so that's the thing about being on the phone all the time is that people think it's like this millennial thing. Right. But that's just how some people deal with the world around them mm -hmm. by taking themselves out of it. Yeah. It's like the only way to win the game is not to play. Yeah. And so like, I'm not playing this whole Existing onslaught. Part. Yeah, yeah. It's just, there's too much of it. I, I can't have it. I won't have it. So. It's, it's like, I've noticed yeah. we always do this one thing when we're out on the road after we get done shooting, we go back to the hotel and there's usually like two hours of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Just the air conditioners turned up. I'm usually dumping footage. And then I just have to lie like face down on the bed yeah. for like a solid half hour. If, if I'm looking at the phone, great. If not, whatever. Yeah. It's just everybody deals with existence in a different way. Mm. And there is nothing wrong with that. So yeah, everything is fine. Cool. Or will be. Nice. Shall we get to some questions? I believe we shall. Okay. And I'm going to whip out my phone so that I can screenshot some regular chat questions as we go on because I don't want to leave regular chat people out of the fun, as it mm -hmm. were. So, yes. Samuel Gazinski, uh, no question, just says regular RBMK reactor reviews, which uh, never explode. The Stock Monkey says, thoughts on a Mark VI Volkswagen GTI? Love you guys. I think they're fine. I think they are exactly that, just fine. Yeah. It's... I look at a Mark... I look at a Volkswagen GTI like I look at a Subaru WRX. It's fine. you will will get shown up by uh you know a five liter mustang uh, a base gt with a, with a coyote motor um if you want a small hatchback that has some good passing power that's excellent um but maybe i'm saying that again because I live in Eastern PA and this is a uh, Subaru versus Volkswagen area area. So I kind of bash on Volkswagen a little bit knowing full well, I, I'm rolling around with an EJ 25 under my hood. So, I mean, I've, I have yet to see somebody who buys a, 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 a Mark six golf GTI who's upset with it. Unless of course they got a lemon. But thank you for your donation, and I love you too. Will says, hmm, when will you guys come to Seattle? My dad wants you to review his 34-foot sailboat. Hmm. Can't wait for you guys to come back to the Northwest. That's so much boat. Yeah. Now, this is me putting on my detective's hat and saying, well, if your dad wants me to review it, why didn't he email me himself? Well, my dad doesn't know how to use a computer. What type of dad is that? Well, the type of dad who probably just makes proclamations and yeah. just say, hey, get, get in touch with that. Well, 
The trick about doing a boat is you need two boats. <laughs> a chase or a, a, you the need boat a camera and a boat. boat. Yeah, yeah, a camera boat. I again, I want to do a boat, but both the Mr. Regular character and Brian hate boats. So <laughs> Just be like, be out there rowing with the camera this boat. Is <laughs> stupid. I hate everything about boats. I hate the culture. I hate the sun. The a boat is a place where the sun shines below you. You go out on the water, it's like you need to wear a welder's mask to keep the sun out of your eyes. You're out on the water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the cam and the automation guys bought a boat. Not the truth says that you could use a drone, which I guess is true. Um, it's just it's going to feel awful if it lands in the water. Yeah. yeah. But Thank yeah. you, Will, and thank you for your donation. Thank you. P. Melling 2293 says, Hi, guys. What is your favorite car at the Lane Motor Museum, and which one would you like to drive? Well, we picked the three that we wanted to drive. Yep. Um, I mean, I really wanted to drive that Brat, but we already drove a Brat. I really want to ride that 1988 Gixxer 750 in there. <laughs> but that's, you know, you know, Rex can't come with me. That'd be me just getting on this bike. The thing is, that bike has probably sat there for years. That's the one thing about museum cars. I'll, some of them do get driven, but some of them sit. So um, they have, I don't know which ones I can talk about and which ones I can't, because some of, I, I know I can talk to the ones that are upstairs on display, but downstairs in the vault, I don't know if I can talk about what's down there. Yeah, it's my pick's in the vault. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I I think know. my pick is in the vault as well. But, but I mean, up top, um, Oh, there is the um, the 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 boat car. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I forget the, the name of it, but I just keep thinking like, how much fun would it be to just go to Blue Marsh and just keep on driving right off like the yeah, boat yeah, launch yeah. and away we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm waving at people. This is my entire personality. <laughs> I'm boat car guy. <laughs> I'm grilling off the back. <laughs> Mm. I think I, I'd want either the Honda today or the Honda City Turbo, mm. uh, because those are those are cars I haven't driven yet. And since I got to sit in them, I kind of like them. The weird thing is, I have such fat feet that all of these tiny key car, K cars, I have to uh, I have to drive yeah. in my socks or bare feet. Speaking of driving stuff in socks and bare feet. I drove Tony Airlines' new car. Oh, the Honda Beat. The Honda Beat. I had to take Very my nice. shoes off in that. It was a lot of fun. Wait, why um, did you have to take your shoes off that tall? Uh, the pedals are so close together. Oh. That my, that my 6E feet, I have to. I would have to press them sideways. I would have to press them on the edge of my foot. Huh. So I have to drive them without my shoes on. Weird. And when I was on the road with the uh, MR2, like if I was wearing Ooh. my New Balance, like walking shoes, they're yeah. too wide. My Ooh. New Balance walking shoes are 6 My, Actually, my hiking boots are also 6 And my workout shoes, because they're stretchy, are 4 -y. So, yeah, my MR2, I had to drive in my socks. So it's it's just a big foot thing. Yeah. And what did you think? It, you can race people next to you, and you don't know what they're racing. Um, right now, the one he bought from the importer, it has a welded rear diff. Hmm. So 
that means the tires clank, the wheels clank and rub when you take uh, short, or you take really sharp turns in parking lots. Um, I think he just needs a whole new transmission mm-hmm. because it's, I mean, the car is fine. It can drive. The only thing you're really wearing out is like the motor. You're wearing out the motor mounts and you're wearing out the tires. Tires are disposable. Um, people weld the diff when they try to turn into a drift car. Um, but the, it's it's weird having a Honda Beat be a drift car because it only makes 67 horsepower and even less torque. So, um, But the car is in amazing shape. And you can put a new transmission into one of these things. But since they're kind of hard to come by, they're like $1,200 for a transmission as opposed to like 500 bucks from, for anything that's produced here in the U.S. Right. So, but it'll make the car a lot more drivable. It also has a, it also has coilovers on it and uh, uh, tubular A-arm suspension. So the thing handles really, really well. <laughs> uh, and because it's a convertible, it doesn't feel as small as, as it really is. Yeah. Because you're in the open air. The seats are really cramped because... It doesn't have that. the stock seats. It has these race seats. The seats are small to begin with, but now it's like sitting in a roller coaster made in the 80s mm. when people were slightly smaller. Like your hips are tight. It's like getting on the Italian trapeze or trying to squeeze yourself into a kid's swing set ah. seat. That's the sensation of getting in those seats. Or like when my nephew goes go-kart racing and he needs someone to race, so I got to fit into the child's go-kart. There you go. It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that thing. I feel like Bowser in Mario Kart. Just like that is, that, that's, that's a Tony's on the yeah. beats feel like, your Bowser in Mario Kart. Uh, Sean O'Neill, thank you for your donation. Hey, I love you guys. Your channel makes me feel like myself. Oh, thanks. Oh, I know thanks. exactly what you mean. Thanks for the blend of content, which cannot be found anywhere else. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Sean O'Neill means a lot to me uh and thank you for your donation it is going toward rcr toronto which is at the beginning of august jared reynolds thank you for your donation everybody gangster until the control rods start jumping yeah (laughs) that was that was such i'm glad they saved the big payoff until the very end and i forget the name of the actor playing the protagonist jared harris jared harris his narration is perfect Mm. and we have someone in the the regular chat yes ushanka show another fan of ushanka show is in here very nice thank you bar blood chocolates uh scrolling down scrolling down well i have a regular uh, blue tane oh. 2028 says if you want to learn about the usr look up the ushaka show yeah we've been talking about <laughs> it since the beginning no bias just information yeah like like that's how this started we just started talking about the ushaka show once again look up ushaka show on youtube all that stuff would be amazing as like long podcasts i would drive to hear about it Angry Clown 1990. Hello, Angry Clown. It's good to see you again. Finally got my 2006 Mercury Grand Marquis sorted out. Panther platform for life. Yeah, the most people don't roll around in Grand Marquis. I guess I don't know why. I see I always see Panther, I always see Crown Vicks 
and I see town cars, but you don't really see the grand marquees. It's like the weird middle child of the Panther bodies. But I feel you, man. Thank you for your donation. Hmm. What is this? Mr. Hewertman. Mr. Mr. Hewertman. Uh, hmm. I can't see. Mm. Love your con. Anyway, thank you for your donation. Love your content, guys, especially how creative the last two videos have been. Thank you. Thank you so uh, you'll like next week as well. It's also different. Um, what are your favorite American land boat sedans? Dodge Polara. <laughs> uh, I like. Uh, I really like the Ford Galaxies. If I wouldn't have gotten a Falcon, I would have got a Ford Galaxy. Um, it wouldn't have been much more money because most people want the Impalas, whereas the Galaxies are around. I think they they look amazing, but I don't think it would fit in my garage. That's a big land boat. Yeah. You? I don't really have an opinion on them. No, like weirdly okay. enough, like I, it's not something that I ever really thought about in terms of like, okay, if I'm just gonna get something along this general like style mm -hmm. you know it like uh, i would have to think about it just because i'm kind of a small car guy okay it, it's it's weird like i've always been a smaller car guy even yeah, like my mustangs I'm, have never been big except for the mach ones in like the uh uh late 60s or early 70s those things got big yeah i mean i should i probably should have said it in the explorer review but there is just so much weirdness about driving a car that size for me to suddenly jump up to something that is, you know, I don't know. It's you're accounting for all this extra size in your mm -hmm. mind and it's yeah. throwing you off. And so I'm being like super careful because it's like, it's my mom's car. It's right. her, it's new for her anyway. And it's like, I don't want to crash this thing. And I'm just like thinking of it from a very, um, anxiety point of view it's like yeah. the difference between um i guess uh having a jacket on that's uh close enough that you can feel your wallet against your body yeah like i like that feeling and i like that feeling in cars because i feel like i know where my, what my space is and where everything is so yeah. i i just but with bigger cars like that i feel like I'm failing to account for certain things. It's weird when you're up high and the car is wide and it feels like you're taking up the whole road by virtue of the road kind of looks smaller as you're down there hmm. or the, the road looks smaller and it's farther away. I got that feeling where I, when I drove that Duramax hmm. uh, pickup truck, like how do I know where my wheels end? <laughs> this is a, behemoth of a vehicle yeah and, and also i'm a little bit paranoid about hitting curbs yeah some yeah, people yeah. in my town are not that paranoid about hitting curbs yeah <laughs> um grand admiral thorne thank you for your donation come to ohio and do my second generation corvair monza makes 140 horsepower we have more than just potatoes here i swear <laughs> uh I have no plans to come to Ohio, Idaho, but I do want to, that's one of my bucket lists. I do want to visit every, each state and yeah. say I did it. Yeah. Um, but 
I'm trying to imagine. I'm so stupid. What is the capital of Idaho? Boise? Boise. Boise. It'd be fun to like, I really liked my little vacation myself where I just went to Altoona. Yeah. I just drove to Altoona. I am getting a hotel and I'm just met up with two fans and I just had a day in Altoona. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is. If Giroffe Mayor, uh, thank you for your donation. All right. LA yeah, so to Long Island back. next week. My vessels are a 2001 Impreza Out of Drag EJ22. And a 2010 NS4 135 BMW. Neat. Longest road trip you guys have ever done? And in what cars? That would uh, be the, the Den PCH. Oh, yeah. That was longer. Well, the long, longer single drive um, in the sense that uh, the Denver trip was longer in that we were in the car longer. Yeah. But like overall, I mean. But when we were doing the PCH, we had that one 10-hour stretch from... Yeah. Um, what San like, Francisco, yeah, Bay San Fran area to, to Portland. Portland, which that I don't was, know. I think Denver was might have been more miles. Yeah, well, we stopped more. That's yeah, true. We each did. day, each, each day, day was only like six hours. It was one day where it was only like four hours. Yeah, like, and the longest day was eight, and it was when we were going to Omaha. Like I remember this specifically. But we had to turn around and come back. Yeah, and that the Pacific was, Fister was like fuck this. Yeah, and that was, and we had an extra driver. Yeah, for that one too. Yeah. Uh, our friend Eric Pedersen. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's just oh, uh, explanation on what happened. Uh, we have no idea. This happens uh sometimes. It's probably the thunderstorm that's going on right now. So yeah, everybody down here that is on Twitter. Hey, um, we are going back to YouTube now. So yes. thanks for watching I'm, us I'm down here. Going back to YouTube. So this is the Twitter that's going on right now. Yeah, I did Instagram. Bye, and... Twitter. Bye, Instagram. Stop um, doing Twitter. Yeah. Hey, uh, stop broadcast. Bye. So, yeah, there's like no guaranteeing that it's not just going to die again. But we made a point of continuing to answer questions even when the chat or when the stream was down. So the audio after this is going to go directly up to our shout engine, uh, regular car reviews podcast, which is linked to the RSS feed, which will put it up on like iTunes, um, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, uh, uh, Google Play, like all those places, except Spotify because they don't support Shout Engine. Mm. Whatever, it's fine. All I'm saying is that like we're still answering questions and trying to keep things going along. So if you're only listening to this, I mean, this is kind of like a weird stopgap in the podcast where you know you're not really noticing anything wrong, but anyone who's watching is you know it's pennsylvania we have weird weather we yeah. have crappy internet it's it's just a part and parcel yeah the, i i get why doug tabiro isn't around here yeah um they probably have wonderful internet in like los the angeles Bay Area yeah where that's, he's living. that's amazing and sm gen u 17 dollars and 76 cents i see what you did there hello mr r and the roman just picked up a 2005 gto Coming from a six-speed Miata, uh, six-speed Mazda three. Interesting. Loving the LS two. I understand that. That interior though, but the T fifty six feels agriculture in comparison. Yeah, it would. Mm. Uh, is it just me? No, it's not. I mean, you're you're talking about a Mazda three, a modern transmission versus a T fifty six, which I think started in the nineties or something like that. Um. It's made to handle the torque. I have not really felt a, a sick, a slick, tight gearbox. 
made to handle a lot of torque. Thanks for all the videos. 320i is my favorite. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your generous donation. Yeah. So yeah, you're not you're not weird. The T56s, don't get me wrong, it's a great transmission. It's the reason you can still make them and they still exist in the aftermarket market. But it's it's not a Miata transmission. So what are you gonna do? Okay, we got some guys coming in in the modern one. I have to reset that. Yeah, there there goes my app on the beat up Amazon Fire. And was that uh Belch? Um Angry Clown 1990. What do you guys think of the of Le Mans disqualifying team Kettening for their GTE AM class win? Well, I have no loving idea what that is. Well, I do not watch motorsports. Uh, on, road and, on road and track. Um, okay, so the fourth place number 68 GT, as well as the privately run number 85 Keating Motorsports 4 GT were disqualified for fuel tanks that were too big, which is that not something you catch before the race starts? Right. Like, why is this after the fact? This isn't like a, a Kentucky Derby thing where, right. you know, someone went into the wrong lane. You would think that at some point during the inspection because they do inspect like i'm presuming yeah. every car race that has any reputability whatsoever yeah. is going to do uh thorough inspections beforehand yeah. so why are you only now realizing the gas tanks are too big unless they tried to hoodwink you by saying that well the gas tanks weren't really it's saying according to the fia and aco Look at that more i have to run to the bathroom quick oh go for it um, the two sanctioning bodies for the 24 hours of Le Mans, the total fuel volume for the number 68 car was found to be in excess of the permitted limit. The maximum allowed volume for fuel tanks is 97 liters. Post-race scrutineering revealed the car to have had a maximum capacity of 97.83 liters. So um, basically the press release states that the competitor explained that the team checks the maximum onboard fuel volume at their facility in the U.S. using the same measurement technique as the scrutineers. Since the car was shipped, the balance of performance has changed and the competitor made changes to their tank, but given the resources on site, they were not able to do a calibrated check. So it's, I, I suppose it's just something where, you know, um, uh, I, I don't know. That's just, it's the difference. It's a conversion error, basically, for lack of a better way of explaining it. And I guess that's the problem of, uh, you know, not having a universal system of measurement for all countries because America has to be the outlier here for whatever reason. And um, I don't know. They have the option of appealing the decision. So, uh it's um but the 2019 24 hour le mans was the last for the factory Ford gt program so yeah um it's just uh i don't know it's just weird and it's unfortunate for them um and to christopher halber what what will be the next car for a review uh well you'll see on monday we typically don't really give it away just because yeah. you know we like to keep people in suspense but yeah. we give hints usually sunday night yeah on like twitter or facebook uh the official page so yeah um but for now uh, yeah it's just going to be an interesting and different style of review than we're usually up to so mm. rock and roll and uh 30 year old boomer asks any other bike reviews in the pipeline yeah but i've yet to film it 
because the weather ha- weather has been not motorcycle weather almost for the past like two weeks now. Yeah, it's been raining nonstop. Yeah. And especially when I was coming up here, I thought it was immediately going to turn. Like the weather was just going to warp into um, just that where it suddenly gets dark but it's yeah. the middle of the afternoon yeah like that really bad thing but i came through it it was fine it's just weird because mm-hmm. it sets in so suddenly mm-hmm. thomas alio thank you for your donation hey are either you into watches only via matt farah have you been watching matt farah's watch podcast <laughs> and the way he compares cars to watches makes me wonder yeah i'll listen to watch and listen um i now have a seiko 5 given me to a fan i need to wear it every day because the um the spring in it it's a mechanical watch it's one of those self-winding ones yeah um but you have to wear it so it um it only has enough spring power to last a day and a half (laughs) so if you don't wear it it's wrong and then you got it. Yeah. It's it's something like it's something it's neat. You sort of take care of it. it tells the date, which is really useful. Yeah. Um, and also it looks nice. It does pop off a lot in that the little spring that hold the watch band of the watch, they pop out. Like if you twist it mm-hmm. or if you're carrying something and something gets caught on the watch and pulls, it pops the watch off. Yikes. And that happens all the time. I'm thinking about trying to like put a little dab of super glue in there. Yeah. Couldn't hurt. I don't think it would. I just got to find a way to do it really neatly and not glue my fingers together while I do it. Mm. And that's the end. Of There's the Super someone Chat who question. asked, uh, what do you guys think of the Kawasaki Concours? The Kawasaki Contours? Concours. Concours. Maybe have I been called the Contours for 36 years? And by 36 years, I mean now well, 38 next month. So I, I think it's, if we're thinking of the right motorcycle, I think it's the cheap Goldwing. I don't think of it as anything other than that. <laughs> oh, wah, wah. In my tea. Uh, what do you guys think of the AMC Concord? Huh? The or, AMC Concord? Or Cocord. Cocord. I don't know what kind of car that is. Hey, guys. I oh, Quincy. Hey, guys. I just got my wisdom teeth out today. Fun times. Yay. And I want to wake up from my drug... Waked up from my drug sleep. That's a good sleep. Oh, uh, Workforce 520 says a super chat got skipped. Oh, what was the question? Really? Just ask it again, like in the regular was, chat. Was it your... Uh, was it the... Was it the, did, was it the one we answered when the stream was down? If um, not, Workforce, if, just it, it answer prob- again. Yeah, if... Um, Grand Admiral Thorne, thank you for your donation, says, string big f Yeah, what was the answer on the Corvair? Oh, well, we answered it. And you'll if you download the uh, the audio version of this when it goes up on uh, Shout Engine and iTunes and Stitcher and everything. But the, to answer it, thank you for your donate donating again. Uh, the answer is I am interested. Email regularcars at gmail.com, but I don't know when I'm going to be out in Idaho. Yeah, it's hard to really want to visit every single state, but I'm not sure when. Yeah, so much of America. There's so much America. I mean, and I say that like it's a bad thing. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah, but it's just. Like you, because you'll never have out of run out of options for places to go. So, Christopher says, "What was the hardest car to drive?" Oh, yeah, it was it was uh, Freddie Hernandez or the YouTube channel uh, YouTuber Tavares's uh, twin turbo Lamborghini. 
I mean, that thing had a race clutch in it. It did not want to idle really correctly. And had, that was too much power, man. It, it was hard. And also, uh, for me personally, Justin Lowe's is uh, Model T. Mm. Like that thing was... Okay. I was terrified. That was even... Time. Yeah, that... That's the exception that proves the rule. That that's not a car, really. It's, but yeah. Well, technically, it is. I'm allowed to be on the road as well. My name is Justin Lowe's. I'm going to drive this thing around Pittsburgh on <laughs> my bow tie. Imagine just seeing that thing around town. Yeah, about town in Pittsburgh. That would be. But well, I mean, I see gigantic balls on that guy to just drive it downtown. Yeah, I wish I had balls of that size. Mm. <laughs> Long shot, but uh, but do any. Long shot, but do any East Coast USA car museum have a Sinclair C5? You could try out. I have no idea what a Sinclair C5 is. Hmm. Where's Workforce 520? I'm sure a, I got every single question. It just may be on the audio when it goes up. Huh. Something yeah. 410? Let me see. What high school did you go to? Um, well, you, well, you paid. So uh, I went to Blue Mountain High School and Nick went to Wyoming High. Yep. They're just two local schools it's in the two, middle of Pennsylvania. So. Yep. The same uh, school that Taylor Swift went to because she's not really from the South people. Come on. <laughs> like it's just random. Huh. But yeah. Uh, I'm looking for Workforce 520's uh, question on here. Uh, I mean, it might have been. John in... Peters says, how did you meet? Well, we talked about it. We met in grad school. Yep. Uh, I forget which class it, it was. I want to say it was middle English, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. It might have just been Schwartz. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Schwartz or middle English. One of the two. You yeah. know, it's just. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was in Lytle. Yeah. It was you know, in Lytle. The thing about Lytle is all the classrooms are the same and it's a five it's a five-sided structure. It's a five-sided building instead of four-sided structure. Man. So you always loop around once. I walk through Lytle like sometime this past year. It's exactly the same. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, Still a piece of shit, and I like it. Yeah, love it that way. Angry Clown 1990 said, which had more character, Volkswagen Fox or Volkswagen Rabbit? Clearly the Fox. Because the rabbit had like, oh, look at me, we're diesel. Ha, ha, ha. I'm so weird. Volkswagen Fox was just a cheap, cheap Jetta. So a cheaper Jetta. So and, and it was more a car for South America than it was America. And also because my buddy Tom had one. Oh, uh, opinion on 350Zs, the convertible specifically. I saw one at the wedding that I sang at this weekend. Mm -hmm. It was ridiculous. I wanted to drive it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who it belonged to. I wanted to look around for the owner and ask him if they'd let me <laughs> uh, just around the block because it was in Valley Forge. And it was just such a great, beautiful, pristine condition car that I had to imagine it was someone who was bringing it out literally just for the wedding. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, never knew who it belonged to, but I really wanted to like hop in that thing. I stink. Uh, Thank you again for your donation. Have either of you had a joke you wanted to use but couldn't couldn't find a car to stick it in, car review to stick it in? Interesting question because when we think of jokes, we just write them down and eventually they'll make them into something. I have a bunch of them written up there, up yeah. on the bulletin board that I may have used or not. What do we got here? Oh, that's a Joey Diaz quote. I got one here that says, 
old man right raising his hand and swatting the words out of the air that's a rich man's car yeah and then i saved them all on my um voice recorder and so let's see what i have here for the guy whose favorite war hero is marcus phoenix <laughs> oh, here's a war reference um they're making a movie out of that and they're not basing it off of the game which just screams to me that they're taking a script that they already have and slapping like and oh, retrofitting it yeah which is why there it has been no good video game movie or what was that been? retro sci-fi movie that angelina jolie was like in for two minutes and she's on the poster i forget what i don't know she's been in a lot of crap there's there there was a cracked article about this for movies where actors were in before they got blew, before they blew up and then they reissue the poster and put them on it oh was it hackers maybe it was hackers maybe um you know i remember what was oh was it was, there was another movie in the 90s it was maybe called what's called the network existence i don't know this woman was like i got hacked and they're coming after her just give us the the tagline was give us the disc and we'll give you your life back huh uh, anyway my grandmother said that's gonna happen oh the net the net the sandra bullock <laughs> yes <laughs> oh that, you know that's gonna happen you know oh sky but, captain in the world of tomorrow yeah that was a great move and uh so great i couldn't think of it um I just love Art Deco and that's mm -hmm. all what it was like Zeppelins and big uh, gothic looking skyscrapers. Uh, that's why I love Batman the Animated Series. By land, you know, by sea, by dirigible, <laughs> we'll make our tracks untraceable now. Decemberists. Ah, dirigible is a great word though. Really <laughs> it's the is. only song I think where they found a, they worked in dirigible. Um, <laughs> Uh, Renovit VTX says, RCR, can you please review the second generation DSM Eclipse? Yeah, I think um, David Coletti has been asking for that too because he used to own one. I think we did a first one. We didn't do a second one. Life is long, man. I'll do another one. Mm. I think we're going to wrap this up soon. It's 8 yeah. o'clock. I've been it doing is. this for a while. I've reached the end of the Super Chat, so... Uh, normally I drink two beers during this, but I only drank one and I don't think I'm going to have another because lately I've been taking a CBD oil before I go to bed. It's kind of nice. Hmm. It's like, uh, Ted Stoltz described it. He got some too from the farmer's market and described it as being drunk without the drunk. And I'm like, it's like getting high without the high and without the paranoia. Huh. It's just like your hands tingle. You get a little bit tired. I mean, it may be an alternative to medication for anxiety. I don't know. It works pretty darn quick, like within like five minutes. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Not cheap, though. Like a little bottle is like $135. <laughs> oh, uh, Workforce 520 uh, posted his question in the regular chat, and I think we did get to it during the uh, crash. Yeah. Um, assuming I do good at this dealership job, I want to buy a Buickle Cross Super with a 5.3 liter oh, yeah. LS4 small block V8. Yeah, we talked about thoughts. Uh, I am not a fan because the transmission is probably going to go because that transmission was not made. To, I think that transmission that's in it, if I'm thinking of the right one, that's the LS4 transverse mounted driving the front wheels. It's the only LS engine that's made to be mounted transversely. 
the trans uh, transmission, the only engine, the transmission that's attached to that LS4 is made to be mounted to the five to the 3.8 liter. Now it's now it's made to a 5.3. It's made to handle like maybe 200 foot pounds of torque, and now 450 is going through it. I've talked to three different mechanics. All three of them say they break. Yeah. Maybe you'll be special. <laughs> uh, but back to CBD oil, because I'm <laughs> interested in this as someone with a uh, horrible anxiety about all things. And so it's just uh, when you say it, it kind of like works fast. I mean, like if I'm like, how long do I have between taking it and say, I don't know getting in bed and putting something on you know like uh tv wise or music wise or podcast wise five minutes q that sounds boss to me you can try some when we're done eh, eh, i'm good because no. i gotta drive back you can't fly with it because there was a story about it it's, it's illegal in texas and which is a shame because i'd take it and then drive race cars at harris hill mm. i did take some and then go for a drive and i'm like I'm kind of buzzed, but I'm still aware of everything. Anyway, there's nothing illegal about that. It's completely legal. Yeah. Um, Angry Clown 1990, uh, $10. Maybe this is a good one. How does the color of a car change the statement it makes? Ooh, I like this question. That is a good question. Like my Mercury, it's that robin egg blue. Here comes Mr. Nice Guy. Here comes Mr. Pleasant sweater vest what does that say versus the burgundy one burgundy mm. i like to play kino i like <laughs> to play kino i can look at pretty women but as long as i say nothing it's not bad yeah yeah i mean, I mean my mm. my thing yeah color does i mean it makes a huge difference that's why the uh car wrapping industry exists where you wrap a car completely mm. change the color without having to paint it okay the lighter the color is, the more it accentuates the faults of the car. But the better the car is put together, assembled like consistency, consistency between body panels, the better it looks. The darker color, like clothing, you know, they say black is slimming. That's because it, it sort of hides imperfections. Yeah. On the other hand, when you get stuff into like gloss, the shinier the darker color is, now you're back to showing off every speck of dirt that's on it. Uh, I say if you're going to buy a black car, just get a matte black car, like shiny black, like the Honda Fit was a gloss black. Yeah. It looked great once you washed it and waxed it. It looked great for a day. <laughs> then it looks like junk. On the, on the other hand, the, the super white, white color, it was called uh, Toyota Super White of my MR2, same deal. It was a very reflective white. It looked amazing once you washed it, and uh, you just drive through the, even if you drive through water, it starts hazing up again and looks bad. You want matte. So the color you want is red. Red takes a while to not look good. You know, you drive a red car, you'll wash it. It looks good for a week. Yeah. And then like my Falcon is, is because it has no clear coat on it is like a matte orange stuff. That stuff, it takes a while for that car not to look good. My Subaru is 
beige, which means it never looks great, but you know, not great, not terrible. And I, yeah, and I love like, it for that. It's like a golden beige. I, the color I kind of hate is like this color. Of it's <laughs> like the gray, the metallic blue, navy. Gone it's metal. just kind of, eh. Mm. It's, it's the lose your car in the parking lot color. Pretty much, yeah. I like the color yellow for a car. I think, um, yeah, yellow looks great. Mm. I mean, BMW had that yellow for, for the E36s. Uh, regular chat. What's our, our best Rogan guest? Uh, for uh, me, uh, Ron Miscavige, the father of the Scientology guy, because his story is oh, fascinating yeah. about you know getting out of it and sort of how his relationship changes with his son over yeah. the course of that. That was a fascinating podcast. I like anytime Joey Diaz is on. Oh, I like anytime cool. Greg Fitzsimmons is on. Mm. Um, my favorite. Joe Rogan podcast is whatever one I haven't listened to yet. Yeah, I, I don't go. I haven't gone back and to re-listen to anyone. Granted, if we get ever get on that, I'd probably re-listen to it. I remember in the beginning, I listened to Smoking, Smoking Tire, Tire yeah, a like a times. few times. Like I'm actually on a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, uh, I, I kind of just uh, like sent out links to people I know. And I just know they were like, ah, I don't care about this. What am I going to click on it for? Yeah. But like for me, I was so jazzed and it was just, weird um and surreal mm -hmm. especially being in that huge house that farah had at that in the bit, beginning yeah in the beginning, yeah i love that that was a very quiet the cats place. running yeah. around conrad best cat shout yeah. out to his cat Dude. so oh. uh do you think that's a podcast uh anything else we yeah. need to call i'm trying it? to think uh, um i mean i'm obsessed with uh uh norm mcdonald now oh really um because i started watching old weekend updates from, ah. SNL, from when he was the host and it's the kind of comedy that you can't get away with anymore and the thing about it is that um his i i read the like the oral history of kind of like his run on uh snl and the whole idea was that he and the lead writer um james last name escaping me right now but okay. uh he they wanted to treat the audience like the enemy so like they you, they want you to be uncomfortable you know <laughs> this sort of thing because i think his his quote was something along the lines of like you know it's oh it's you can get people to it's good good to make people laugh but it's better to make someone smile ah. you know um or something like that and it, like norm's jokes are kind of like that that like that delayed reaction the congratulations smile frank still like you yeah, know yeah, who yeah. won you Frank guessed it. Frank, Frank Stallone, Stallone. <laughs> and or, or just his random or so the Germans would have us believe <laughs> and then he would just hold like looking at the the yeah. camera for as long as possible and I never tire of that bit mm -hmm. now it's part of like my like pre-night ritual I just go on the I'm not Norm YouTube channel <laughs> and I just watch old Norm McDonald clips from SNL and it's just hilarious to me because I don't know. I didn't appreciate his humor when I was a kid, even though I obsessively watched SNL mm -hmm. as a kid. And so that was like my era for me yeah. of like the McDonald, Catan, Farrell, Sherry mm -hmm. O'Terry, Molly Shannon, like on a gas star, like all those people yeah. there. And it's just strange to me that, you know, you kind of like forget how good some of those bits were and coming back to them again was really nice. Mm -hmm. And it's just, yeah. But I don't think I could ever do what Norm does, like in the way that he does it. Oh yeah, it's very much anti-humor. It it's him, Dave Attell, the late great, 
um, Escalator can only become uh, Mitch Hedberg, oh. like the kind of comedy that only they can do. Um, the Stephen Wrights of the world. Like there's only works coming out of them. Mm. You can't really yeah. mimic this. Speaking of, you can't really mimic this. Do you remember Martin Short's character, Jiminy Glick? I do. Yes. I, I saw a clip of that. Of like, this is like, this is like the Eric Andre show 20 years prior. Yeah. Yeah. It was ahead of its time. And yeah. I don't think a lot of people got it even then. Yeah. Um, but, or even now rather. Uh, yeah. He did like recently, like new, like uh, um, Larry David, he, he did. They brought it back. Like Britain, like briefly, I think it might have been on Curb Your Enthusiasm. They brought him on yeah. or like for a special or something like that. Mm. <laughs> I feel like everyone was on Curb. Um, yeah, AngerCon, we had one more super chat coming in. Yeah. Do, do, do. Uh, floor. See, this is why I wasn't a good substitute teacher. I keep mispronouncing things. Floritology. Floritology. Thank you, Nick. I think. Is there any new car coming out which has you excited or you think captured the spirit of a discontinued era from the 80s or 90s? Well, yeah, the new Suzuki Samurai that supposedly came back. Or is it the Suzuki Jimny? No, or but those? like, is there a car that we're going to do coming up that... A new car coming. Yeah, it says coming out. Not oh, sure what oh, that means. coming out. Oh, that, for some reason, when they say coming out, I just assume they mean like a video coming out. Could, could. But could no. mean both. No, you're so right. You think, the first one. You can't. You can't recreate that which is illegal now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The chimney is good. The new Ranger is yeah. coming back. Supposedly there'll be a Raptor version of that. Uh, time will tell. See, for me, cars have to mature a little bit. A good movie for me has to make me forget I'm on an airplane. <laughs> So a good car for me has to be as exciting in 10 years as it was when it comes out. Mm. New doesn't interest me at all unless it's totally radical that that supposedly new electric pickup truck yeah. that's going to get like 400 miles on a charge. Because we see so many startups now and someone just had a tweet that Elon Musk is now the new notch. <laughs> oh. Like, uh, okay, you're going to make a claim. Well, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see you when it comes out. And of course there'll be recalls the first year. So it's like a, a, the true worth of a president is, is figured out after the first 100 days or something like yeah. that. Have you done anything yet? Okay, fine. You're going to build this new car. All, all right. Mm. Let me know after the first recall. Stuff like that. It's like even with video games. Well, okay, we'll have we'll see after the first two patches. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyway, floratology, the study of hardwood floors at 3 a.m. <laughs> Corvair, but they call it the C8 Corvette. See, the whole idea with the new mid-engine Corvette is all I want to do is just hang around old men in New Balances, old like me. And hear them complain about a mid-engine Corvette that they're mm. going to buy anywhere because they're a Corvette guy and they have a Hawaiian shirt that has Corvettes on it instead of pretty girls or <laughs> pretty girls and Corvettes on it. Uh, oh, and apparently I mispronounced it. It is florettology, the study of flower petals. Ooh, very nice. Do, 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 and then there was someone in there who said that there was a C, a Volvo C30 in the background of one of our videos and wanted to know if it was coming or if uh, it just happened to be a random car. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it was a random car. Okay. Yeah. 
if I remember the video correctly. Um, so yeah, I think that is a show That is a show because we don't want to tempt fate because the sky is darkening. And mm -hmm. if the rain comes again, then we're just going to get knocked off without have, having the chance to say a proper farewell to yeah. all of you. And plus, um, we have to get this up on the shout engine so that you guys can listen to the whole uninterrupted thing in full. Mm -hmm. So, uh, hopefully you guys get the chance to download and enjoy that. And apologies for again. Um, I mean, it's beyond our control, but still like I've, feel like making an apology um uh, for just for the crash and oh ah mid-engine corvette the fiero is back from winged horse garage um wreck doesn't have a question but a generous donation just saying hello thank you so much so we are going to sign off uh thank you so much for joining us i am nick i'm brian i'm going to go outside and watch puddles gather rain nice have a good week guys bye Okay, I'm, I'm really hitting this thing. I'm really closing it now. Oh, yeah, we're going to be at a... Thank you to... Yeah, but we may have to be working while we do it, so it may ah, be a good yeah, idea to announce no what we're going to be. Yeah. See you guys. See ya. Bye.